There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Well, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Mizzy's Boutique, your alternative adult shop. Looking for a naughty novelty gift? Then look no further. Mizzy'sBoutique.com Subscribe to our mailing list to receive updates on sales and new products. Hi! Yes, I can! Oh my god, your hair looks awesome! I'm um, testing out some hairstyles for Valhalla. (laughs) I freaking love it! Well, hold on. First off, first off, welcome to the show. Hello. I'm so thankful and appreciative that you agreed to do this. Of course. So now get back and then we'll do, well, actually, okay, no, introduce her first and then we'll get back to the hair. So tell us about who you are and then we'll get into it. I'm Ash. I am a swinger wife. My husband is Aaron. We've been in the lifestyle together for four years. We've been together for eight years and married for six years. We live in New England and... Yeah. Wow. We're just kind of exploring all the fun stuff. I was going to say, there's so much to talk about because I'm so curious about your journey and all of that stuff. And so we'll get back to it, but I do want to know about the hair. So let's talk about the hair again. <laughs> so what you're, <laughs> this is for where are you going? Oh, it's for the H&H trip in Desires. Yes. So we are going to Cancun in a few weeks for a takeover at Desire Pearl. And it will be our first Desire trip. So we're (laughs) very excited. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, since that's going to be your first trip, let's go back to the beginning. So you guys have been together for eight years, but in the lifestyle before. Yes. Who approached who on this subject? So it was a little strange. So we didn't really approach it the way I think most swingers approach it. Um, it was actually approached, he approached me and it was in the kind of a way of bringing in a third. And it wasn't what you would typically hear. It was, he wanted to bring in a male. Mm-hmm. So we went in for a male, female, male type scenario. Um, We continued on with that for almost a year to two years before we ventured off into parties, clubs, and kind of going into full swap and meeting couples and things of that nature. So, Were you taken back when he proposed this to you? What was your initial thought? Um, I was a little bit. We are both very sexual people, always have been. So it wasn't insane to me when he brought it up, but I was surprised that he went for the male before the female because I feel like most men typically want that female first yeah you know it's true and it's so interesting for you to say that because I mean of course we love the females but Spencer thoroughly enjoys that composition also and so a lot of times when he and I are you know fantasizing or, or whatever it may be 
that's like always usually what we're talking about. And so I'm so happy to hear that that's like a, a good spot for you guys too, because I think it highlights how important the single men are <laughs> in the lifestyle. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm a huge advocate for single men, decent so, single men. Well, right. Yes. Honorable, <laughs> respectful, all those different things. Um, so like, how long did it take you to say like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do this. Was it right away or... It was. It pretty much was. And it was probably not the best way to go about it. But, you know, after a night of drinking, he's like, hey, we should invite a gentleman over and we should tag team you. (laughs) And I'm like, "Okay, like, where do we do this? And honestly, the first time we ever did it was a gentleman off of Craigslist, which I would never recommend to anybody. But oh, my God, (laughs) you're bringing it back so much. I mean, people have told me this also. I mean, this. Yeah. I'm so fairly new and Spencer like manages everything in that regard, you know, so my journey is very different. So I love hearing just how, you know, like normal people would just like find the lifestyle because I don't really think that mine was such like a normal experience. So um, I'm loving this. All right. So you find the gentleman off of Craigslist and then what happens? So it it was honestly terrible. So he reaches out to him and I'm going back and forth the whole time. I'm like, I don't know. Is he going to get mad? Like, you know, the whole time I'm like, he's going to freak out halfway through this. There's no way. So the gentleman had about an hour drive and mind you, it's like two o'clock in the morning. And this guy's like, absolutely. I'll be there in an hour. (laughs) So I'm just sitting there and I'm like, you know, pace walking back and forth. I'm like, are you sure? Are you really sure? And the the guy shows up and he's out in the car and he's like, let me know when you're ready for me to come in. And I'm just like, I don't think I can do this. And he's like, well, he's here. And he just drove an hour. So we have to do this. <laughs> Put those big girl panties on. We're doing this. <laughs> yep. So he comes in and he was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Um, but, you know, we didn't have any like dialogue prior to like, hey, come over. So I didn't know this guy from Hole in the Wall. I did not know his name. I did not really know anything about him. Like I got a couple photographs, but as you know, the photos aren't always super accurate. So he comes in, cool as a cucumber. He has a blunt wrap in his hand. He's like, hey, can I use your microwave to heat up my blunt wrap? What? Yeah, that was the opening statement. I know. I think he felt the need to like warm it up for a better roll smokes a huge <laughs> blunt and he's like let's go <laughs> yep oh my god okay wait so are you a smoker or not um at the time i was not now i am yeah okay because i'm like super 420 friendly i'm like i love yes. it but yeah. um okay so wow so then how did the interaction go so it was very awkward and i mean i was pretty intoxicated obviously he was quite stoned uh, my husband was intoxicated he went outside to smoke and then he just comes in and he's like, let's go. And apparently he had a lot of experience with that composition because he knew where to put me. He knew the angles. He knew everything. And by the time he left, I was like, oh, my God, my life just changed. <laughs> I understand completely. OK, so how was your husband during it? So he was totally fine. Um, He wasn't super vocal. He's usually not anyway. Uh, But he was absolutely enjoying it. He was involved pretty much the whole time. He actually finished a little bit before this gentleman did. And he's like, nope, keep going. And just sat there and watched. And 
Uh, I mean, honestly, I think that guy would have stayed all night if we had let him. But we're like, you know, we're going to go to bed. Thank you. (laughs) Did you ever play with him again? Unfortunately not. So my husband had only been communicating with him via Craigslist, which if you remember back in the day, it was all through email. Yeah. And you got like a kind of like a ghost email. You didn't actually get real contact info for these people. So by the time I was like, hey, we should contact him again. It was gone. That was it. OMG. Okay. So I, we need to talk about the first, like this changed your life moments because I feel like the same thing happened to me as well. And I really, I put it on the fact that, okay, so maybe some of the stuff that you explained is a little bit bumpy, but it sounds like in, in total, it actually was a very good experience, you know? For sure. And I think getting, you know, starting out of the gate, having a really dynamite experience kind of just puts your mind at ease and makes you feel comfortable about the next steps and what is about to happen. And when it flows naturally and you don't feel like you're constantly thinking or having to like entertain per se, then it's, it's, it's just very different. And that's how my first time went. And afterwards, I think at one point in time during me fucking you know spencer and the guy i looked at spencer and i was just like i love you i love you and i mean this is probably the weirdest moment for me to say this but like there was nothing else that like i could think about at that moment in time so i was like in pure ecstasy and i'm like this is fantastic yes absolutely yeah i mean i think it just goes to show you how much trust they have in you at that point mm-hmm. because you know i think in the beginning of your relationship there's always that like this do you actually love me? Do you trust me? And when you can watch your partner with something, someone else, it is the ultimate trust. Yeah. And at that moment, I was like, he loves me. He trusts me. We're good. Yeah. And oh, isn't that so powerful? It really was. You know, and these are, the, see, these are the, I like to highlight this stuff so much because I firmly don't think that a lot of people should be in the lifestyle. But listening to you and and your expressions and how you're explaining it and everything, like it makes me feel so happy that you're here. And I've always had that perspective of you and your composition since I've seen you on social media. And guys, we have met officially in real life, but prior to it was just like only on social media and, you know, the confidence that you exude and, you know, just some of the things that you say on your posts that are so savvy and very sexual and just very bold and just so out there makes me believe that you're in a very confirmed composition within your love. And that's so beautiful to see. And those are the empowering moments that I like to highlight through the lifestyle, because if you do it right, this is what you get. Absolutely. So amazing. So, okay. I can't even believe that your first experience was like kind of wild, but so great. So were you guys all in at that point in time after that scenario happened? So unfortunately we kind of bumped into COVID. So as you know, all the clubs and people were taking their precautions. So getting people to come over and play became a little difficult. Um, After that first interaction, we had a couple other men come over. They were not even close, Mm. not even close. So I think that's one negative of having that like ecstasy moment with that first. Mm. Now you've set the bar really high. So the next couple of experiences were like, that wasn't so great. Mm. That wasn't so great either. So 
Uh, we had a couple rough ones. And then once COVID kind of subsided, we actually went to a house party. That was our first like lifestyle event. Really? Yes. Which was absolutely terrifying because we didn't know what to expect. At this point, we had only played with single men. And, um, you know, this seemed like a newer host. So we didn't have a lot of like certifications to go off of or references. So we were really rolling the dice going to this party. And luckily it turned out okay. Mm-hmm. But yes, it, it was it was a risk. You know, I want to touch back on that moment, what you were saying just a few minutes ago about that ecstasy moment and then everything to follow. I think that you're right, because I believe that that's some of the reason why I'm so especially picky and, you know, don't always play all the time because I do know how great it can be. And I'm like, well, I know what it could be like. I don't want to compromise you know, because I always want that. And I do feel like if I follow that true to my heart, that is what it will be. But it's so fascinating that you say that because that's making me think a ton. Hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think in the beginning, we were a little bit more of like collectors instead of connectors. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Um, And for you to admit it too. Oh, absolutely. So that first party actually turned into an orgy, like Mm -hmm. a full blown orgy. And we were there and we're just like, okay, let's do this thing. And it it was okay. But, you know, having so many experiences after, like, okay, that wasn't that great. And Mm -hmm. it's probably not the best way to get your toes wet. So I wouldn't recommend that to anyone. There's better ways to go about it. Uh, But yeah. So in this time, you guys have had varying kinds of scenes and scenarios going on what kind of communication did you guys have did you know like the kind of boundary conversations you wanted to have the different rules or you were kind of just like learning it and you guys were just throwing it at the wall trying to figure it out as you were going yeah so I think from the beginning we were very clear that we wanted to stay in the same room Mm -hmm. like for us you know just making sure that each other was safe I know he really wanted to make sure that I was safe um, it's funny looking back on it now, but we actually had the no kissing rule. Um, yeah, like, it, you know, that was like our thing. And it, it was very, you know, sentimental to us. So we did not kiss other people, which was extraordinarily awkward with experienced couples. It's actually quite frowned upon. We've come to learn. <laughs> it's so um, hard. It is. It really is. And now that we've been immersed in the lifestyle for a while, like now we need that for connection. I think the quickest way to find out if you're sexually connected to somebody is to make out. Yes. If that sucks, everything else is going to suck. I agree. Wait, so then how did you transition from your collector to connections, as you said? Yeah, so it took a while. Um, Several events, several parties. I think after that first party with like the orgy thing, uh, for me, it wasn't my favorite. And still to this day, orgies are certainly not my favorite because I think it's difficult to get a connection with everybody in the room. And I've been in situations where it's like, all right, let's say we have 12 people in a room. I might only want to be intimate with six of those people. Now we have to have a really awkward conversation. And honestly, they can be a little overstimulating. Like you just, there's so much going on that you can't actually enjoy the experience. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, those types of, 
group play like that, like, although really great, I do find it blurs a lot of lines too, because a lot of people come out of there walking out saying like exactly that, oh, I didn't really want to play with this person, but I felt like I had to because I was in the group or I just felt bad saying it at that point in time. And I like, I hear this so many times and it almost makes me apprehensive about going into a situation like that because I would like knock a motherfucker out, you know, like, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I say I'm so sorry, guys, but I do feel that way. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. I mean, I think the whole lifestyle is built on rules, boundaries, and your desires, right? Mm-hmm. So to compromise those just to make other people happy, it's you're just doing everyone injustice at that yeah. point. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. And then like really awkward feelings the next day and after. But so then how how do you feel about making that transition? Do you feel like it was? like a pivotal point in your swinging, you know, your swinging journey to make more connections over, you know, just going and playing or whatever? Do you feel more fulfilled now? Or do you feel like, eh? It's interesting. I feel like we are still evolving in a lot of ways. Like there are times where we will go to a party and I'll walk in there and I'm just happy to be there. You know, I go in there with zero expectations. I'm going to dance my ass off, drink, make out with my husband, whatever. If we go home at the end of the night and fuck each other, I'm happy. But then there are other times where it's like, you know, it's been a really long week and I want to get railed. And obviously multiple men are a huge kink of mine. So sometimes I'm like on the lookout where we go. Uh, But I think going into any experience with expectations is setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. I think you need to walk into these these environments and say whatever happens, happens. Go with the flow. And really mean that, like, and really believe it, you know, not just to say it. Absolutely. You know, I also, since um, I don't remember what made me, what, why I sparked it, but we went on the boat together and um, there was a couple there that I had shared that was like a little bit, they weren't really behaving the right way in my, my opinion. And I know that you had mentioned that you had some sort of debacle with it too. And I'm just curious as to what your scenario was so we can add on to Yeah. So I I think that this couple, they were not prepared for the situation that they put themselves in. Uh, I think it was what this party started at eight o'clock, I believe. And by nine o'clock, she was gone, absolutely obliterated. So obviously getting that intoxicated, not being able to properly consent is not attractive, nor is it smart. But it was very evident to me that they were not very secure in the relationship. Uh, it sounded like they were a very new couple. I think she was going through a divorce or something of the likes. Mm. So it was almost like a rebound type of situation. And I felt that they were extremely predatory towards the single women in the room. And actually that did carry over to some of the married women in the room later. And what I picked up on almost immediately was that I felt like she was being forced into a situation that she wasn't necessarily ready for. And I mean, I think he, he, the gentleman walked up to my husband and was like, Hey, is your wife bisexual? And it's like, okay, well, first of all, that's something you asked me. And even if I am, why are you assuming that every woman fits into my box? Right. Mm -hmm. Like we all have standards. We all have things that we are attracted to. Like I'm a straight woman too. That doesn't mean I fuck every guy I see. Same exact defense that I put up. Girl, I'm loving you right now. I say the same exact thing. Continue. Continue. (laughs) Um, So 
if they ended up making like a solid approach on us and it, it was pretty evident that they wanted a female to either join them or maybe just the girls play and that is a huge pet peeve of ours in general is i'm sorry but someone's wife is not your unicorn right nice. you don't approach a married woman and assume that she's going to leave her partner or her husband to join your composition it's completely it's ridiculous and it's super predatory so you know after we we made it pretty clear pretty early like that was not going to happen but we had a friend there who is a unicorn she's a single woman and they were following her around endlessly i mean they there was a hotel after party they showed up to the hotel after party and they were just following her around just waiting for that moment to strike and it made me uncomfortable first of all and then obviously it made her uncomfortable so we ended up staying in this hotel room till almost four o'clock in the morning to make sure that she was okay no because way. i knew the second that she got dressed and walked out that door they were following that her. was it yep no doubt about it um furthermore <laughs> we ended up this single female and i ended up playing together and he was recording the whole interaction. <gasps> no. Yes. <laughs> yes. There was a period of time where we were all kind of like playing around in the shower in the tub area, just kind of goofing around. And like the husbands, like me and the other girls' husbands were recording with consent of the people in the tub. And she, at one point she was in the tub and he was recording when she was there. So at one point she ends up exiting. He never shut the phone off. Right. He stepped, kept recording. He continued to record our sexual interactions, um, obviously included other people that were in this hotel room. And they held out to the last minute of trying to get this unicorn to go with them. And it was disgusting, quite frankly. They oh. really, the misconduct was just unbelievable. Um, I think it really speaks volumes to like, you need to educate yourself yes. before you walk into this environment. You need to be good in your relationship. Like your little two, three month relationship. I'm sorry. You're not in a place to do this. Maybe if you both have previous experience, maybe, but they were not there. She was still going through a divorce. She wasn't ready for any of this. And I just felt like he was really pressuring her and it made me very uncomfortable. You know, so I'm glad that we saw the same thing, although I didn't see as much as you just explained. And I shared what, you know, our what our, you know, situation was with them. And the only reason why I'm highlighting it now is because I do believe that there are so many red flags in that one particular couple that has now exuded onto so many individuals. And it's really important to share them so people can see, you know, everybody can't know what the scenario is going to be at hand everybody doesn't know what they're walking into but if you hear enough things i think that you'll be able to get a feel for how things could start to unravel or pick up on something when it doesn't really necessarily look like it's right and try and intervene and you know all these different things and so that was why i wanted to bring it up and i'm really really appreciative that you shared what you saw there because you can't go into the events with expectations because exactly how you're explaining and it's one of my points that I always make is when you go into the event with expectations, it puts so much pressure on. And I believe that you start to act and behave in a way that maybe you wouldn't normally do so because you feel like you're supposed to be accomplishing something. 
And it turns into something so messy, such as this. And so that's why the emphasis on no expectations is so important when we have the conversation. And that will always be top of mind when we're talking about anything from an education standpoint. Um, Wow, that's so crazy on so many levels. And you can't record. And that's the other thing that's so hypocritical about society right now is because we are in such a technologically driven world that it's so hard not to have your phone out, especially we're all content creators. So it makes it very difficult. And, you know, the boundaries are kind of blurred a little bit, but you have to be a responsible human and know the rules, you know, and this is why I say 90% of the individuals should not be in the lifestyle because a lot of people don't follow the etiquette the right way. And then if you do say something, you're actually being an asshole and overbearing and like, why can't you just go with the flow? No, fuck you. No, this is all wrong. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's kind of like even with vanilla dating, right? Like you're not going to walk into a restaurant and be like, Hey, you know, I know I invited you here for a burger, but you just want to go fuck. Like (laughs) we could have said this via IM or through Tinder. Like why, why did we get all dressed up to be here? Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. And you know, I think that there's like, it's almost glorified, right? Like to say that you're a part of the lifestyle or that you're a swinger like i went to the sex party it was so cool it's so much more than that and people really do need to understand that Mm -hmm. and the biggest thing too is like as a couple if you're not in a good place i always say don't involve other people in your shit yep just don't it's not fair to anybody Mm -hmm. if you're gonna go home and fight or you're gonna start a fight in the middle of a party i've seen that numerous times oh yeah you're ruining the night for everyone yeah get your shit together figure that out first go to therapy whatever it is and then try again oh hell yeah i i can't stand that you know simply because like we run our own events and there are times where there will be couples either fighting at the front door or like (laughs) right outside like on you know like the entryway whatever and i'm like listen folks I don't give a fuck who you are, if you're my friend, if I love you or not, get the fuck out of here because you're not yep. bringing that to our table here because it makes, the, it just the presence around is just not what we should be doing. And again, go back and fix the broken pieces within the relationship because that's really what it comes down to. And, you know, making sure that you guys are both aligned and understand what it is that you're looking for from the night or you're not looking for. And a lot of that gets you know, dismissed and and doesn't really happen, which is why I was really curious about your journey and the way that you guys were doing it on how many, if there were any big bumps like that, because of the way that you guys kind of just like jumped in and was like trying to explore it versus where you are now. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I'd be lying if I said that we didn't have our moments. So like, I can remember one particular event and it was actually, it was like a meeting greet, which if you've been to a meet and greet, you know, those things can turn up, which is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think that we had different expectations for the evening. And, you know, basically I kind of caved on what it was that I was looking for to kind of go more in line with what he was looking for. And it, it just didn't end up being a good situation. Mm-hmm. So although we didn't make a scene at the party or in front of people on the way home, it was it was a long ride home. Mm, it, was <laughs> it was a very long ride home. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And not everything is perfect. Don't get me wrong. Cause Spencer and I have our hiccups and the same thing. Like I think our last event, we were fighting the entire event and yeah. 
but and it started like the day before we even got there so this was a a doozy of a fight but nobody in our company would have our best friends knew because they kind of like refereed a little bit of it like earlier in the day because i needed a sounding board but yeah like it's tough and i think it comes down to like communication and sometimes what happens for me is i get overwhelmed between like all the travel and constant you know interacting with people it sometimes it takes a sexual part out of things for me at times and it becomes very business transactional and when i get to that time like i'm exhausted i yeah. can't even think about you know any kind of i don't i don't want to fuck anybody like i'm lucky i'm <laughs> fucking you right now you know like i this is where i feel and so you know, and when those moments happen like i know i could be really short but I have no choice. I got it. You know, the show goes on. So I get very, you know, I mean, Spencer was wrong in some of the stuff that he was doing too, but I think collaboratively it was kind of just like this too much. And sometimes it doesn't, I have to like, kind of like think through what my response is or like how I feel. And I can't actually have the full conversation then. And he's the same way too. So between the two of us taking our time, like the whole weekend turned into this like long (laughs) fight. And it was just like, oh my gosh, but that shit happens. It's, you know, it's just a matter about how you get through it. And as long as you grow from it, you just can't stay in that same spot and do the same thing over again. And sometimes people miss that, you know, it's okay to take a pause and say, you know what, this got real fucked up for a second. Let's figure out why and how can we prevent it from going forward and see where that takes us. And maybe that means you don't go back to the club like next weekend and you just like wait one more week until you feel super solidified. But having the conversation and making sure you both get there is the most important thing, not how fast it takes to get to the next party, which I feel like people rush sometimes because they do want to just get to that next party. Yeah. And I mean, I do understand it's a lot of fun. I mean, even if you're not fucking people like the, the environment's fun, it's a sexually charged environment. It's a nightclub on crack, right? You can dance with your titties out and make out with everyone. And it is fun. But at the same time, you have to have that balance. Yeah. You, you know, we we have a family here, you know, I, I kudos to the couples who can do it every weekend. We can't, yeah. you know, we run a business. We have kids at home. We have things like uh, last weekend we went on a vanilla date, you know, for the first time in forever. And wow. it was so nice. Like, it really was just so nice. Yeah, you got to have the balance. And that's one of the things that I've learned greatly over probably like the last year and a half and made it such a priority to do that. And I do feel so much better in my journey and just... Looking for the ultimate adult entertainment night of your life? Check out mindbenderparties.com. Subscribe to our mailing list to receive the latest event listings and updates. Mindbender Party, where life is anything but ordinary. You know, because it is still learning for me in it, you know, because like I had to learn the lifestyle and I had to learn business of the lifestyle all at one time. And that kind of skewed, you know, how I felt because I have to... it just did, you know? So now that I understand the business part of it and I can really solidify into my swinger part of it, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. this is so much, you know, so great. And yeah. funny enough, all of our um, MFMs were happening during COVID. We had one single guy that like he would come over and like we hung out like multiple times a week. So it was like my busiest time, but it was my busiest time of exploring my sexuality between the two of them because I really trusted them so much that it was so easy for me to open up 
So I know that my sexuality is in there and what I love and whatever, but somehow I put it on the back burner and like, I'm so ready for it to come back to the forefront. So I like sky's the limit from here on out and talking with individuals and sexy females such as yourself is so empowering because you know, I don't know that this is the business that you were talking about, but we are going to talk about, you know, you have your belly button business now with has the belly button rings with all the pineapple stuff on it. And that's one of the things that makes me so happy, like a female entrepreneur doing her thing, super sex positive, feeling strong and confident in who you are and showing the world. I don't give a fuck. I'm here and I'm doing my <laughs> thing. And it's it's amazing. And it's just great. Absolutely. And same could be said for you. Uh, Touching back on your MFMs and having those moments like where you're not laser focused on your business. I think that's so powerful because I mean, even like I am an OnlyFans. So like I obviously have interactions where they are very mechanical. You know, it is a business exchange, right? Like we're, you're coming over here, we're creating content. And although it's fun, you're having sex, right? Of course it's fun. It is, it's just very transactional. Mm -hmm. Versus like, you know, some of those MFMs that we had, it was like, hey, two in the morning, some random guy coming over and you just do it. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's just very organic at that point. It's very special. Yeah. And, it you know, you do hit on that, too. Like I ended up my OnlyFans page is still active, but I don't post on it anymore because I did start to feel that way. I felt like everything that I was doing in life just revolved around you know, portraying sex. And although that that's great and I love it, at some point in time, I had to disconnect from it because I'm like, I'm not going to love sex anymore if I have to keep up with this 24 hours a day because everything in my world revolves around that, you know? And so a lot of people question me on actually if I'm really a swinger or not because they don't ever see me playing at the clubs and stuff. And I'm like, I'm the, the chances of me playing at a club are probably slim to none because when yeah. I do play, it's in my own personal space and I don't have to worry about all, of, I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. And normally when we're at an event, it is business in some sort of way. It's not that we're just going to just party. It's very right. rare that's the case. And so it's funny. And I think that that just goes back to everybody's different um, thought of what a swinger is supposed to be, you know? And so yeah. It's interesting when I talk to other people, you know, do you guys feel like you guys play a lot or do you wish you played more? Um, you know, it's kind of back and forth. Like, so for us, we have a lifestyle weekend, maybe once a month, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes twice a month. And a lot of times it is just going out and having those like sexually charged experiences. And it's not always that we're playing with other people. Um, and then, you know, we have to go to a house party and have an orgy. So you never know. You just don't know. Uh, But I think it does go back to the expectations, right? So like if we walk into a meet and greet, you're just like, oh, I'm going for a couple of drinks. We're going to meet some people. I can tell you that one of the meet and greets that we went to was our best lifestyle night ever. We met one of our favorite couples, you know, like lifelong friendship came from that night and we didn't expect a damn thing. I mean, I didn't even shave my legs that night. <laughs> I was like, we're a couple drinks, like nothing's going to happen. There I am like Grizzly Adams and, you know. <laughs> but that's when you know it was supposed to happen because you're like, this shit is going down and it is spectacular. <laughs> if they don't care, I don't care. <laughs> oh my God, that's so great to hear. So One of the reasons, one of the other reasons why I wanted to bring you on is to talk about the profiles. And I think that we've 
both shared enough of our journeys that people can hear why we feel like we would be the ones to talk about the profiles. Um, so I want to know from your perspective, is there anything in people's profiles? Number one, do you go online and do you use people's profiles or is it just something that we think that we should be educating on? Cause I don't do, I don't look at profiles at all. Yeah. So I, I think it's twofold. So if you're an individual who prefers to meet people in person, right? I think that's where you're going to want to go to lifestyle clubs, parties, events, whatever, because you might not be able to look at somebody, you know, because we can say whatever we want in a lifestyle profile. A lot of times it might not even be accurate. Uh, so you might be somebody who you're a vibe person. You want to meet somebody, you want to feel that vibe. So reading somebody's profile isn't going to help you with that. Whereas if you might be doing like couple for couple dating, or you're looking for a unicorn, or you're looking for a single man, I think these profiles can be very beneficial, especially when you're talking about sites like SDC and SLS, where you have certifications. So kind of circling back to the single man thing, we know that there are amazing single men because we've met them and we've played with them and we're very fortunate. Um, but we also know that some single men are douchebags and they're uneducated and they, they need a little help. They need some work. So if I'm shopping for a single man for the evening, I enjoy being able to go to a website like SLS or SDC, looking up single men and then looking for those certifications. So if I find a single gentleman who has, you know, six, seven certifications from couples who are like, hey, this is a really solid guy, gave her a great night. He was very respectful. I think that has a lot of weight. Um, now, as far as like couple dating, so there are couples and we've encountered them on the websites that don't do events at all. Like they, their preference is meeting a couple at a bar and then maybe going back to one of the homes and interacting that way. I think that the the dating profiles are imperative at that point, mm -hmm. right? Like you're not going to be point, able yeah. to go and meet people and vibe with people. They're not going to meet and greets. So at that point, you're reading a bio and you're like, okay, let's see how we connect. Mm -hmm. um, so in regards to dating profiles, I think there's like a whole laundry list of what you should include, what you should not include. Um, so I have a little list here if you want to yes. go over that. Let's do it. Yeah, it's so All funny right. because I, you know, I handle the, I handle SDC and Spencer Hansel's SLS. Mm -hmm. So SDC for me, you know, I see a lot of different profiles, but I see the profiles through a business lens. So yeah. if for me, I'm like, this, it doesn't even make any sense. So I was like, I can't talk about this on my own. I need somebody to really help along with their thoughts and stuff. So yes, your list would be great. Yeah. So I, I'll start with what I think you should include. Um, so we did talk about like who should have a lifestyle profile, right? So if you're not somebody who's going out to a mind bender party or you're not going to a club, I think that having a lifestyle profile is imperative for your, your success here. Um, now I do, and you, I'd like to hear your opinion on this as well. So you know, as well as I do, SLS, SDC, those are paid sites. Mm -hmm. If you're not paying for these websites, you have very limited access. Yep. So how much weight would you put on somebody who's not paying for the website? Oh, because we're in, you know, a world of technology where people, uh, you know, you have spam bots, you have all yeah. this crazy and stuff. I will say, I think that it depends on what region you're in. 
right? And everybody operates very differently in it. So I, I kind of look at that some of that some of that too. But I don't I think that if you're not doing a paid membership on one of those sites, I probably would not take you too seriously, especially if you didn't put a profile picture in there. If you just like went on, you put a bio in and whatever it was, and you're still blank, I wouldn't <laughs> even consider it because yeah, I'm not I'm not I don't think that you're committed into what we're about to get into either that or I think from sorry, guys, from the single male perspective, you think that it's just someplace that you could go in and just like, you know, go fishing and pull somebody out in actuality. It's not that so uh, bittersweet opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that like for the lifestyle, the paid like so if you pay for this lifestyle profile, you can actually have a bio. You can put your photographs. I, I think some of them don't even allow you to put a photograph if you don't pay for yeah, it. Yeah, I think SDC is like that. If you don't pay for yeah. it, you can't put a picture in there. Yeah. So, I mean, if you had like somebody send you a DM on Instagram and they don't have a profile picture, are you even going to answer that? So I actually, think it that's really... not true. SDC, you can put a picture with a trial. Really? Yeah. Can you message? Can you initiate a message? Um, see that I don't know because I have the business profile. So my profiles yeah. operate differently. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think that when we're talking about lifestyle profiles, if you are serious about meeting people in this space and you are going to go that route, you're not going to go to events, you're not going to go to parties, you want to meet people online, I think that you really do need a lifestyle profile. And I think that it would behoove you to pay for it. Mm -hmm. I think you'll have a lot more success. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Now, I don't know um, if the picture part portion is on your list or not. But one of the things that's like a huge pet peeve of mine is, and I understand the confidentiality and things like that but i feel like if we're on the swinger site like put a fucking face photo on there like i granted lock it but like you could still open it up for those that still have like the scratches all over their face or a blank <laughs> face i'm like i i can't with this i i can't the emoji no to any of you but like i just can't like just stop it okay <laughs> right and you know i we say it all the time like i do understand discretion i try to i try to really respect people in that manner but if you're that paranoid you shouldn't be on the site to that's, begin with i think that that's kind of my wholehearted opinion there like right you already stepped in the wrong territory if this yeah like no right yeah like just don't don't have the profile now at the very least if you are some like massive ceo or like whatever it is that whatever reason you can't show your face you need to be open to disclosing a face photo because i know that personally i will never ever meet you without seeing your face right ever never and and i you know i don't really like the whole looking for anybody online to begin with because spencer and i had gotten ghosted one time and like or cat no it wasn't catfish but like ghosted you know like they set up the date and we just they just didn't show up and but it was like weird one you know like and it's the same as everybody they talk 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 all the way up until the day and then like then that's just it or whatever after that moment i'm like fuck this like i need to meet people in person because you spend so much time you know and that's the other thing i think those that really take the time to build their profile you're going to be more inclined to engage with them because they really did put like their best foot forward and made it feel like you they wanted you to know who they are 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have also been ghosted a few times. We've also back to the photos. Um, and one thing that was on my list is that you need to include recent photographs, <laughs> right? Your wedding photographs from 25 years ago are not relevant today. <laughs> we need to know what you look like now, right? We all gained a little weight from COVID. Like, you know, if I post my prom photo 75 pounds ago, somebody's going to be pretty offended when I show up. <laughs> Oh my God, but it's so true. It's so true. All the pictures are so outdated. And don't use filters. Don't use filters. Yes. Filters. Yeah, I mean, you're only going to get so far, right? Like if these people are willing to meet you and they do meet you, they take the time out of their day, the busy day, they get a babysitter, they cancel other plans, whatever it may be. And then you show up looking nothing like your photograph. I know I'd be pretty pissed off. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, what do you think? Oh, we're here. Being like, this is awkward. This is strange. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we might as well. Like, honestly, I feel like you just lied to me and you're yeah. disingenuous. And now I'm leaving. Yeah. And so not what- even that, it also makes me believe that, you know, that one particular person is not so confident in who they are now. And I yeah. don't really want to get involved in that, truthfully. You know, like, I want to know that you belong here in this lifestyle. And there is Absolutely. no room for any of that. No, absolutely. I I think it's very interesting. And it's one of the beauties of the lifestyle is that people are very accepting. Like that doesn't mean that I want to sleep with everybody in the room, but I can look at pretty much anybody and see the beauty in who they yes. are. Yep. And, you know, I hear it all the time. Like I'm not, you know, I don't have a six pack or whatever it is. And people think that they don't fit. There is an ass for every seat. Yep. There really, really is. So just be true to you, be yes. confident because confidence is sexy. Mm-hmm. You know how many men and women I've looked at and like, just to look at them, I'd be like, oh, they're not my type. And then you have a conversation with them and you see that confidence and you're like, okay, I'm horny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, girl. So yes. It goes a long way. It really yes. does. Just be true to you. Yeah. Be unapologetically yourself. That's you goddamn to- right. Yes. Yeah. And if they don't like you, fuck them. That's right. So many fish in the sea. Like, just move. I love this. (laughs) You know, I I don't know. So, one of the other points that I made was you know, you got to figure out what's relevant in your profile versus what's not relevant. So, you need to state what you're looking for. Right. And I think that you really need to be explicit here. So if you're new to the lifestyle and maybe you're not ready for a full swap situation, I think you need to say that. Yes. You know, misrepresenting yourself isn't going to get you anywhere. And a lot of couples are willing to, you know, take it back a little bit because we all started somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're open and honest, I think a lot of couples will say, okay, they're new. Let's slow it down. Let's get them comfortable. You know, somebody did it for us once upon a time. Right. Um, But then you're also going to have the the collectors as we'll call them right and all they want to do is they want to go out and they want to fuck and there's no black and white there so you know do yourself a favor and meet the connections that you that are good for you mm-hmm. so now you're going to if if they you know if they were just like the collectors as we're saying at this point in time would what would you have them or what would you think is the right thing for them to write in their profile yeah. So, I mean, and 
not everybody's going to agree with me here. So I think that you do need to be explicit, right? So if you are somebody who has a bunch of kids at home and a full-time job and you only get out once a month and when you go out, you are DTF. That's what you want to do. You have to say that. Yeah. You know, we're busy people. We have experience. You know, we're trying to cut out the fluff here. We, we want to fuck. Yes. Say it. Yes. Because if these people are offended by that, guess what? They're not meant for you. That's right. And there will be somebody that appreciates that messaging. You know, and I try and highlight that again and again and again and again, that everybody has their way of swinging. And it's totally fine however you want to do it. As long as you are clear and transparent and true to what it is. You know, you can't say that, you know, you guys only fuck every once in a while, yet you are avid fuckers, you know, like constantly. Right, right. You know, like, and that if you are, that's totally cool. But say that that's what you are because people have different perspectives and different play styles and they want to make sure that their play style is matching up with the play partner's style, you know? So I do think going back to, it's the same exact thing with the photos. It's if You're like lying to us if you're kind of fubbing up what's going on in your profile because you think that that's going to attract more people or whatever, just being true and really clear on your wants, needs, and desires is really important because you will find the right connections to do that. If you fluff it, you're going to find all the wrong people. Absolutely. And it's not even for that independent person. I'm really looking out for the people that are looking, you know, that would, the one that we're talking about the profile doing it wrong, the couple that wants to play with them, it's really them that gets gypped out because you weren't clear and transparent in what you were saying. So that's not really fair. No, not at all. And I, you know, it's not like you're looking, this isn't your typical vanilla, like, uh, dating profile here. Like you're looking for a fun evening. You're not looking for your future spouse. Right. So there's nothing wrong with saying what you want, what your desires are. I think we're all here because we want to explore those fantasies and our desires that we never did in our vanilla lives. So why, why are we holding ourselves back at this point? Yeah, you've you've taken the step, you've gone to the club, you've created the profile. Now tell people what you want. Yes, it's so if they're not your people, they'll see their way out. It's so true. It is so very true. And when you don't share what you want, you're ultimately you are definitely you haven't like fully come out yet. I feel like you know what I mean? Like you still have some work to do. No, absolutely. Um, points circling back to the photographs so i think if you are a couple and this is very common that you need to have photographs of the male half of this couple yes right so there if you're engaging with other couples there's a woman who is involved here that wants to see what her potential play partner looks like and if you're hiding in the shadows it's going to make people skeptical and it's going to put other couples in line before you. I think you're really going to cut yourself short by not. So like with photos, I I don't think you should overdo it, but I think you should have face photos. Mm -hmm. I think that you should include some full body photographs because, you know, people have preferences. It's not to say that your body type isn't acceptable or that somebody's not going to like you for it, but isn't it just easier to have it there and let them make that determination before you all go out and travel and spend money and whatever? Um, and then obviously including both of you. I think when it comes to genital photographs, you need to kind of take it easy there. Like we've come across a lot of fo- uh, 
profiles where it's nothing but butthole pictures and like I don't even know your name I don't need to see your taint yeah 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 Yeah, and it's true because I don't really even like the vagina pictures all up in there because no 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 we haven't even gotten to that point yet no we're not there I agree with this wholeheartedly wholeheartedly yeah and I you know maybe if you put them on the lot side of things so once you get there and you feel comfortable with this the people you're communicating with hey if you want to see a little bit more of us here's the pass key or whatever but I I think it really turns me off yeah you know if I see a profile and all it is is her boobs it's mm-hmm. like okay well that tells me nothing about the male half yeah. and I'm not very interested to learn anymore yeah. here yeah now do you, now does this just apply for because I it's going to be a funny statement for just the swinger sites, but there's also. Can you hear me? Yes, now I can. All right. Oh, there we go. Um, so does just does does this just apply for the swinger sites, or would you say for any of them? Because there's there's mm-hmm. so many different apps to these days. There's like Adult Friend Finder, which is probably outdated, but this Bumble or whatever the fuck they all are. I mean, it applies for all of them, not just the the swinger ones. Yeah, I, I think so. I think, you know, the photographs definitely because you're you want to know what you're going for. Like, let's be realistic here when we're talking in terms of the lifestyle. We all have a common goal, whether it's full stop, soft swap, you know, there's variations. But at the end of the day, we're all looking to get laid, essentially. Yeah. And we all have our preferences. We all have things that we're attracted to. So you need to kind of put that all out there, right? So uh, same thing with the dating site. I don't recommend necessarily going to Bumble or Tinder if you're looking to make genuine connections with lifestyle people. I think that's where you're going to run into that couple, the boat couple that we yep. talked about. Yep. Those are the types of couples you're going to run into on a site like that. That's a great point because all of the, those apps are nothing but newbies. There are people that think that they want to be swingers or feel like, I, really, actually, I don't even know if it's swim they want to have a threesome. So I guess that's swinging in some sort of way, but I think that's more so what the mentality is of a lot of those on the apps, because I don't think that they necessarily understand the whole scope of what's out there. So uh, they're very new, very, very, very new. So I'm glad that you made that call out. That was a great addition. Yeah. And you know, (laughs) it's controversial, but I think like the threesome thing, it's kind of borderlining, right? Like I remember my first threesome was like senior year in high school. Like, and I, I wasn't a swinger then. I wasn't a lifestyle person then. You know, it was me and a girl who wanted to impress a guy at the time. Um, so, you know, just be careful. Like, if you are looking for a unicorn, you're looking for a single female, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But you do need to be explicit about that. You need to you be respectful of these women. And you really, really not need to approach married women because they are not what you're looking for in right. this space. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So is there anything else with the photos that you think is important? Um, so the, I'll leave it at, you need to update these photographs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I created my SLS, I don't know, maybe it's two years old, three years old, something like that. We update them pretty much every six months. Like if you oh. were to go look at our profile, you're, you're not going to find a photograph that wasn't taken this year. Mm-hmm. Um, now that might be a little strict, but I would say absolutely within the last two, three years. Yeah. Because a lot can change. Yes. A lot can change. 
search yeah. in those companies. And the relevancy of your profile too. I think that that's really important, you know, because you do want to show fresh new things that make you feel good and make you still feel connected. So although you're doing it for the general public, I do think that, that also enhances one's own presentation to, you know, the world also, because you feel like now you're putting out your best foot forward and feel super confident in what people are coming and viewing. Yeah, absolutely. We always joke and we're, you know, like when we had the little like Nokia's or um, uh, the, the, you know, the little digital cameras, they always have the dates on them. Yeah. Like every photo on these sites should have the date of when that picture was taken because we've run into it so much. You know, you, you see somebody's profile, they say they're 52 years old, you're staring at a photo and you know damn well that they're not a day over 30 in that photograph. Yeah. How, like, how is that relevant? It's true, it's so true. Oh my gosh, now I need to go back and look at all my profile pictures and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I need to update my shit. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't be that person. <laughs> I, I, we brushed upon experience a little bit, you know, back, it just kind of all goes under the honesty umbrella. Just be open and honest. If you haven't had any experiences, say that, you know, people can adjust, you know, there are a lot of couples who are willing to just kind of take a step back and help you through your journey. Because again, we were all there once upon a time, but you do need to be honest. Yeah, that is a really important one, specifically because you want to make sure that there is no boundaries or things that maybe you don't necessarily know, but the more experienced couple has more awareness over and it just makes the entire thing so much better. And so, yeah, I think that's a really great call out to being very transparent. It's not bad for you to be new, you know, like you, no. you know, mentioned everybody starts somewhere and we should as more veterans be mentoring more. And so if there is a new person that comes along, you should feel proud to say, hey, let me help you along and show you some of the ropes or whatever. So yes, great call out there. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned boundaries. I think that's another really important part uh, mm -hmm. point there is that you need to include your hard nose and boundaries. If you're not kink friendly, then say that like you shouldn't be in a situation where you're not comfortable. Um, you know, if you're not looking for a full swap situation or maybe you have like a one penis policy or, you know, you're looking for a unicorn. Hey, what exactly is the one penis policy? So my understanding of it, and I'm doing a little research on it now. Um, is that basically it's a couple who are looking for potential play partners, but the woman will only ever take that one penis. Okay. They only play with their partner. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that's a common starting point for a lot of couples. I, I don't know if it's that they feel more comfortable pursuing women. Obviously, we, as we discussed, like we started with men, we found that to be more comfortable. And still to this day, I think we prefer playing with single men because it's just, it's very simple. You know, like men, they understand the assignment, like, you yeah, know, your do. job, right? Like, you, you, you know, you yeah. lay it out for them and they're like, I'm there. Just like goosebumps. Put, put me in coach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm ready. I cannot even. <laughs> so I, you know, obviously every man I think has a fantasy of having that, you know, unicorn experience. I, I'm certain my husband does as well. But for what it's worth, like he has multiple times said, I prefer the single men. They're mm -hmm. easier than couples. They're easier than single women. It's so black and white with them. Yeah. They come in, they do their job, and it's they go yeah. home. And <laughs> these single guys, we do love you. We really do. We do. You just got to follow the right ones. We're, yeah. we're the right ones. 
<laughs> yes, we need a whole segment on tips for single men. <laughs> yes, but well, you know, if you want to do it with me, because one of the questions that came for me from the community was almost doing like a manual type thing and kind of doing the do's and don'ts of it all. So if you wanted yeah. to collaborate on something like that, oh, we can totally build something because I think it's super important. And for, oh, for, for two sure. ladies that love the two, you know, multiple men, I think that's a brilliant way to do it. Yeah. It's so embarrassing. I haven't been to a mind benders party yet. It's oh. on the top of my to-do list. You're so far away though. So it's, uh, no, we'll, we'll, we'll be at one. I promise. Okay. Yes. Do you allow single men at those events? Yeah, we do. You do. Okay. We, do, there... we balance it out though. You know, we watch the attendees and we'll cut it off at a certain point in time. If, you know, if it's not rational, if it's not rational yeah. the right way, whatever the ratio. 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 Yeah. Oh, that's my These are not the right words. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I love that because, you know, it's almost a turnoff for me sometimes when I go to a club and they're like, we don't allow single men. And it's like, you know, there's a lot of hot wives out there. There's a lot of, you know, solo playing women that are looking for that composition. So I think you're just kind of screwing some of your your women there. (laughs) I agree a hundred percent. And as we've talked about throughout the show, you know, it's not all the single guys that are the bad ones. It's everybody. Everybody plays a part in, you know, the demise of a situation. So I don't really like that they're called out so much. Absolutely. I agree. Um, Circling back to profiles, I think writing in full sentences, not using shorthand and checking your spelling, right? Like, in 2023, you kind of have to work to be illiterate. Like you, it doesn't take much to just check the spelling on something. And I think that it shows effort. It just shows that you took a couple extra minutes to just really write something thoughtful. You proofread it and it means something to you. Yeah. Like it's a represent, you're representing yourself here. Like, do you want people to view you in that light? I think that, you know, it might be overlooked. I think some people may not find it quite as important but no, for I me you're I right, noticed though. that yeah I yeah. think you're right though because like it drives me crazy my phone's always auto-correcting or doing some right. shit and I post it I'm like oh god damn it like you know <laughs> yeah. I just created a whole fucking video and I watched it 9,000 times but I didn't catch the the thing you yeah know? and then you make you look silly after that <laughs> yeah like people will always catch it they'll oh. always catch it yeah it's so true Now, do you think that, you know, like a paragraph or two would be good or like quick bullet point sentences or like a lengthy essay? Like, what do you think in here? So that one's tough. Like, so for me personally, I mean, I don't necessarily mind reading a profile. Like if it's a little lengthy and like I'm actually interested in you based off your headline and your photographs, I'm going to take the time to read that profile. However, I will say that based off of messages that we've received, people do not read profiles. Mm -hmm. So I think it may be smart to go with those bullet points. Like here's our hard nose. Here's our boundaries. Here's what we're looking for. Here's what our experience is. If, you know, you check this box, send us a message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Short, sweet, to the point, but highlighting all the important things that are needed. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great, yeah. I do agree that having too many words is not, I think people are looking to skim. So if they can pick up some, like, highlights, like you're saying, and then be able to catch on to it, well, then that's really great. But, yeah, keeping it short, sweet, but really detailed is important. Yeah, absolutely. 
you know, and back to the whole couple thing, I think, you know, if you are a couple, your profile has to be a little more involved mm -hmm. because there are two parties there, right? What he's looking for and what he's into could be very different from what she's into. I know like with me and my husband, like I might be a little more kink friendly than he is, for example. So that's something that we touch upon, not in great depth. Like it's something we can talk about in person. It gives us something to communicate about. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we are individuals as well. Like there are pictures of him. There's pictures of me. If we're going to move forward, then, you know, we send those individual photos. Mm -hmm. It's funny because almost every photo of my husband has me in it. Mm -hmm. Cause he's not like a selfie guy. I don't know yeah. a lot of men who just take selfies. So, you know, I always feel like I'm posting a photo that has my face in it. And it's like, Oh, you need to take pictures, dude. But so every six months, you're going to have to be like, cheese, smile. Yeah. Profile update. Seriously. I'm going to have to take him for a photo shoot, but yes. <laughs> I get oh it. Men, men aren't as photogenic. They're not, I feel like they're even more self-conscious a lot of times. Yes. Like when we've communicated with couples, it's almost like the husband's the one that has to be talked off the ledge. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I know my wife's hot, but I'm very insecure about myself. And it's oh like, no, God. you are, you're an individual. You have sense of humor. You have a personality. Like I find you attractive. That's why I'm here. Yes. You know, I wish the men had more confidence. Me too. I hear it so often that that's, you know, and I see it so often too. And it's yes. interesting because a lot, of a lot of people would think it's the women. And I'm, I'm actually in conversations with a couple because there's a husband that I think would be so good at articulating this particular subject and he mm -hmm. is not one that should feel insecure in any kind of way so i thought it was a really great representation to be like everybody feels this way and we all just have to know that each one of us has our own insecurities but together we're strong so fuck it who cares absolutely fake yeah. it till you make it right i That's mean exactly right you're already you're halfway there you put yourself out there you've made a profile you've taken the photos you've gone to the club whatever it is like you're halfway there yeah now just just keep going now i will say now that we have the profile kind of outlined and if you are somebody that was interested in this profile please start the message with hey how are you not some stupid bullshit like you know you want to <laughs> fuck or god I, who the hell knows what it is you know like we don't care about how big your dick is or <laughs> like, nobody cares like nobody cares <laughs> like right out of the gate no. hi <laughs> exactly i mean we're all human beings and we all want to be or feel like we are heard and wanted and like yes like i do end game want to take your cock but at the mm -hmm. same time could you pretend to care about what my name is yes exactly like of my hobbies or any of it you know we please, actually i just want to tell you my favorite movie can we please <laughs> <laughs> that we're good to go just let me yeah <laughs> we actually just had a single man reach out to us and the opening message was because like in our bio we talk about how i like to play with multiple men and he's like oh she's so sexy she can get all the cock she wants she deserves it like that was the opener yeah. And it's like, what do you say back to that? Thanks. Or like, what is the follow up? Yeah. Like, what is your name? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you bringing to the table? Mm -hmm. You know, like, I just don't understand. It's yeah. not hard to yeah, just I say, hi, how are you? Yeah, I don't get it either. It, it's really just kind of it's funny. So yeah, so not only do you have to build a good profile, 
we ever we as the community members have to read it and then be respectful with our interactions going forward with hey and communicate the right way so it's even though we're talking about profiles it's a whole package deal here and how the whole communication of it all really just works and if somebody does take so much time to build a profile that they think is going to represent them to the fullest of their ability have the respect which is one of the things within the lifestyle that's super important and life in yeah. general to acknowledge and understand what it is that they're looking for. So you can fully consent to this scene or scenario that you're going to get yourself into. That's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think if you can't behave properly online, I don't have a lot of faith that you can do it in person either. Yeah. You know, consent and making people feel comfortable in the space. It's just a huge part of this. Yes. So if you're opening a message in that manner, like, what are you going to say to me when I meet you in person? Yeah, it's <laughs> terrified. True. It's so true. And I say that so many times on like my lives and stuff, like I'll go on as perfect example. I was doing a live yesterday on SDC and a lot of single gentlemen were on there, which is great. I'm happy that there was some that were asking questions and trying to educate themselves and like the best way to do things. And then there are the ones that are on there. They're like, oh, when are your boobs coming out? Or when are you doing this? At that <laughs> moment in time, I stop and I'm like, you're the real reason why yeah. single men have a bad name in the lifestyle and you should not be here. You should probably exit from this platform and like yeah. disregard anything that you just heard or anything because stuff like that is it's it's so disrespectful and it's so right. ridiculous that I'm just like I don't understand why as an individual you don't have the common sense to know that that's wrong <laughs> right no absolutely and I think especially for single men which we should get into more yeah. but you know it's such a small space like yes the lifestyle is growing but even like in New England for example there's not that many people so if you make a bad name for yourself that gets around real quick. Yep. So if you are a solid single man or a solid couple or whatever, you know, that's going to get around. But if you're a douchebag, people are going to find out. Mm -hmm. And the odds of you getting another shot, slim to none. Yeah, 100%. And on that note, we are going to table um, a single male conversation together. So for those of you that are listening... TBD on when this is going to come out because I feel like we need to like really think through this and put together something really valuable, but I'm really looking forward to it because I think that the conversation between us just like flows and I love listening to you. So it's going to be really great. <laughs> if, um, if you wanted people to follow you or just find you, where would they do that? Yeah. So the best spot would be Instagram. My handle is Ash underscore loves pineapples. And from there you will find all of my links um, to include the belly button rings and VIP pineapple co and my TikTok and my only fans and all that fun stuff is on. Yay. There, so. And I'll make sure that I put it in the body of all of the um, marketing materials that go out. So you'll find it in the podcast body here and then all, you know, where I post it on social media. So they'll be able to connect right into you. Awesome. Thank you girls so much for being part of this. It was amazing. Of course. Thank you for having me. Of course. So everybody, until next time, we'll talk to you super soon. The Mizzy Bender Show, where no topic is off limits. Join the one and only Mizzy Bender as she talks everything sex, curiosities, fantasies, and more. Subscribe to our mailing list to receive the latest event listings and updates.